13 minutes past eight. You might have heard of the term anti-vaxxers abroad, often as a disparaging term referring to parents refusing to give their children vaccinations. You might also have seen people campaigning online about the dangers of giving your child a vaccination, which may well have made you think that you were irresponsible for doing so or sucked in by Big Pharma, the establishment, that sort of thing. And, and when you're caught in between those two viewpoints, it can become very frustrating. Here in Korea, we've had the Anarchy blog, which promotes raising babies without drugs and rose to prominence since attracting 60,000 members following its establishment in 2013. The website's now shut down and actions being taken against the oriental medicine doctor who began it, uh, who argued that using prescribed drugs would only make young children weaker. To hear more about the danger of refusing vaccinations, as well as promoting natural healing, like rinsing a child's nostrils with soy sauce or putting coal powder down their throats. Let's bring in Professor Shinok from the Department of Infectious Disease at Korea University. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So as a medical expert, first of all, what's your thought on this trend of unverified home remedies being actually seen as a frontline therapy by some parents? Well, um, it is really worrisome that these uh, some anarchy um, naturalists, including um, Oriental medicine doctor, claim that vaccines or proper medicines are not necessary for children. Um, this is very unfortunate, and I'm very deeply concerned that these anti-vaccine or anti-medicine conspiracy theories still exist and are spreading among vulnerable public. So I think that the experts in a medical and scientific community really need to provide uh, correct information to public about the importance of vaccine or medicine use. Now, how would you broadly refute the argument that um, there are harmful substances in vaccines, in medicines that weaken children's immune systems that also harm them in other ways? Well, their argument definitely does not have logical nor scientific evidence. In fact, for example, the vaccines are really the best and the most efficient inventions that scientists have developed in history. The vaccines really provide the most cost-effective means to save lives. And the way how vaccines work are through helping to develop immunity by limiting the infection. So the vaccines provide boosting effect and make stronger immunity so that the one can pre prevent from the illness and further death from infectious disease. The gap between extreme alternative medicine that doesn't work at all and verified pharmaceutical medicine, it, it can be quite a big gap. And I, I don't think we should necessarily rule out all alternative ways of approaching uh, treatment for children. But... By the same token, there are victims coming forward saying their children right. suffered from serious illnesses after adopting this Oriental Medicine Doctor's website's suggested practices. Can you uh, address for us some of those dangers? Yeah, um, one report addressed that the conspiracy group leader of Anaki has suggested of adding heat or steam to treat skin burns or feeding children with a charcoal to treat um, diarrheal disease. 
And these suggestions are absolutely based on nonsense and can be very dangerous for the health of children. Um, furthermore, some anarchy parents refuse to vaccinate the very necessary vaccines, such as measles, for their children. But, uh, you know, we should all remember that if you choose not to vaccinate your kids, uh, it can also affect other children and can pose a potential danger to other children. So this can raise a very serious uh, public health concern. Well, speaking of public health concern, when you're talking about 60,000 people being members of the website and mm-hmm. perhaps many more being influenced by this way of thinking, that's that's indicative of a social problem, isn't it? Yes. Um, actually, I was very surprised to learn that there are so many members that join this website. As you know, um, but it is very difficult to control or filter the kinds of information people are getting through these conspiracy websites. And my concern is that there are a lot of fake news or misleading beliefs being present about the vaccines and medicines on these websites. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I was, I was so going to say here in Korea, actually, while we've got this large number, it, it seems to me, anecdotally anyway, in my own experience, that uh, a lot of parents are, are perhaps over-medicating their children with conventional medicine. I mean, that they're, they're much faster to go to the doctor than than in some of the other countries I've personally witnessed. Uh, and, and in fact, there may be a, a more of a global problem in other countries with people shunning the latest in medical know-how and, and, and medical mm-hmm. technology. Uh, can, can you tell us if there's a, some sort of global standard we could adopt on how to cope with misleading beliefs that actually harm children? Well, um, I really need to first examine why these parents become the members of these um, websites. And I think that anti-vaccine conspiracy theories reflect the suspicions and mistrust of scientific research regarding the vaccine efficacy or medicine benefits. So for this, you know, um, I think the experts in a medical and scientific community should start thinking about the most effective ways to provide correct information to public about the importance of vaccine or medicine use. It can be very confusing for parents going online, mm-hmm. seeing all that different information, seeing the uh, the odd uh, celebrity as well, adding confusion into the mix when they raise concerns about vaccinations. But, but it's also easy to be suspicious of the profit motive that some pharmaceutical companies or all pharmaceutical companies have and the fact that doctors here in Korea, just to take an example, they do give out antibiotics mm-hmm. and other medicines extremely freely. And, and, and we now know that frequent use of antibiotics, including in children, is not a good thing. So d- does the medical circle also have to reflect on whether they've been a little bit... Uh, problematic with their communication and their own practices? Well, yeah, it is definitely a global challenge in terms of the emergence of antibiotic resistance. But but to solve these problems, though, uh, we need better diagnostics to allow us to quickly diagnose a pathogen that is causing a particular disease. Mm. Also, we need to do better in the public health and scientific community that we have a social obligation to provide 
accessible and give more clear message to communicate with the public. And by doing these attempts, I think we can provide correct information about the use of antibiotics and vaccines. Professor Shinok of Korea University, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Um, I mean, it's difficult to even address these issues without sounding like a conspiracy theorist, but it's obvious that uh, there's an antibiotic problem in the world, not only because of resistance, but because of the microbiome that we all have inside us. We want to keep the, the good bacteria working in our favor, not causing an imbalance with unnecessary use of antibiotics. And, and that's an area of medicine that continues to evolve as well. Medicine doesn't have all the answers but it's perhaps better to go with answers that are based on research and scientific evidence than those that are based on hearsay. And the internet is a confusing place. Share your thoughts with us right now. Pound of Sharp 1013 for 51 per message.